The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. So we have to tell you a little secret about myself, a little confession. And the confession is that at my human level of existence, there are times that I have to admit I am less than perfect, full, and complete. Not often, just every once in a while. And as I've self-examined this phenomenon, I've realized the times when I am not at my highest and best self, when I am my most human self, are the times such as being on 285 and rush hour traffic. Multiply not my highest and best by a thousand should it be raining. When I'm standing in line at the checkout and more than one person has never used a self-checkout terminal in their entire human existence. When I read or watch the news and the latest politician has made a comment conveying his or her level of intelligence to be equal to the common doorknob. This display is an epidemic. When someone complains, and I've heard these complaints, when someone complains about feeding the homeless, complains about honoring our seniors, i.e. mothers and fathers, i.e. us someday, complains about honoring them with gold-plated free health care, or complains about a pay wage which allows individuals to thrive rather than live minimally. Cruelty to animals really gets my goat. And any living creature, regardless of where they reside on the evolutionary scale. Now, there are a few other things which lower my vibration to a very human level. However, we're only going to be here for an hour. And what I have discovered in all of these concerns, which can be annoying, maddening, frustrating, energy draining, and not in alignment with that abundant loving energy of spirit, is what they all have in common. They share common traits, first of which, none of it is any of my business. Second, the more I focus on these issues, the more of these issues there seems focus on. And lastly, in none of the scenarios I mentioned, can I claim the individual involved receive my daily edict on Tony's Guide to Being a Polite Driver, how to use the self-checkout, and how to be a living and loving, powerful and prosperous spiritual They just go about their life living all willy-nilly as if they're not supposed to please me. 
very rude. Very rude. Someone I don't know, and sometimes I do know, would not act in strict accordance with my unspoken expectations and silent thoughts of how they should be. And to cap it all off, they act as if they don't even know they are the ones responsible for lowering my vibration from bliss to bluster. Yes, it's true. We live in a world where sometimes people do or say things which can make us not our best self. We live in a world where there are times when individuals take actions, knowingly or unknowingly, that will have a far less than positive impact on our journey. We live in a world where, honestly, individuals are just unaware. Their daily actions have a ripple effect on the lives of others they just don't know. That's the world we live in. Yet, that which we are is much more than this world, as it is not of this world. And we get to decide. We get to decide, do we want to attempt to create, live, and thrive at the level of the world of effect, or do we want to rise up, raise our consciousness, and create, and live at the level of that which we are? Individual expressions of presence, operating at the level of the formative energy of unconditional love. In choosing the latter, we will want to understand the profound impact true forgiveness for past indiscretions and the random 285 motorist has on our journey. Take a look at your affirmation cards this week. It's a quote from Edwin Gaines, The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. And Edwin wrote, forgiveness is not just a wonderful gift that will help you achieve greater serenity and peace of mind, but the rewards you get from it are not just emotional, they are financial too. So how can that be? How can forgiveness of past grievances, bad drivers, impact the abundance that we draw into our lives? Here's how. Forgiveness dissolves any and all residual effects of the energy of anger, resentment, emotional hurt, and the like, and opens the floodgates of consciousness for an individual to create, live, and thrive at the level of infinite mind, always operating at the level of divine causation, divine causation, true create and attract that which is, which is in your heart and that which you hold on to continues to be created and attracted to your journey. To create and thrive as pure spirit, manifesting as a powerful and prosperous spiritual being, establish a practice of abundant living through abundant forgiveness, which is the title of our lesson Abundant living through abundant forgiveness. So we want to tell you a little story, great story about a husband and wife. They've been married for years and years and years and years and years. But early on in their marriage, after the first or second year, 
wife did something that the husband didn't really approve of, it, it kind of made him angry, and she, she admitted she made a mistake, and they had an argument about it, you know, how new couples are, and the argument lasted for a while. But eventually, again, she, she admitted it and said she was sorry. They made up. However, over the years, the husband would mention what the wife had done so long ago. Do you remember when you And finally one day the wife asked, she said, you know, honey, I just don't understand. Why do you keep bringing up my mistake from so long ago? I, I thought your policy was forgive and forget. And the husband said, it is, it is. I just don't want you to ever forget that I have forgiven and forgotten. Create and attract that which is in your heart, and that which you hold on to continues to be created and attracted to your journey. Whether we are speaking about a physical healing of disease, the demonstration of a significant other, or the manifestation of financial abundance through spiritual creation and recreation, we are speaking of accepting our role as the master creators consistent and precise practice of rising above all past grievances, the small and the tall, as Dr. Seuss would say, and creating in harmony with the laws of the universe, the one way to express and manifest as through with the formative energy source. And energy which is pure Nothing blocks, limits, or restricts this divine formative energy of love from demonstrating more than the unforgiving heart. This is why Edwin has named the third law of prosperity as the law of forgiveness. Now, in the four spiritual laws of prosperity, Edwin writes this. She says, harboring a grudge completely blocks our ability to have peace of mind. All sorts of studies indicate that negative thoughts, feelings, words, and behaviors affect our mental and physical health, our success, and self-worth. She goes on to say an unwillingness to forgive is like stabbing oneself with a knife and expecting the person who did us wrong to feel the pain. Forgiveness is not something we do for the sake of the other person. Forgiveness is something for ourselves. And we'll add that forgiveness is something that we do to free up, free up and expand our own divine energy. Forgiveness is something we do to maintain our vibrational alignment with spirit. Forgiveness is something we do to ensure our consciousness is comprehensively and habitually open and receptive to being that it be of the abundant flow of now, we remind you that from day one of this series, we've shared our intention and our, for this series. And our intention for this series is for you to consciously and unconsciously live Edwin's definition of prosperity. And that definition is a vitally alive physical body to provide a comfortable worldly home for the spiritual beings that we are. 
relationships that are satisfying, nurturing, honest, and work all the time. Work that we love so much it's not work, it's play, and all the money we can spend. Amen and hallelujah. So accept, create, and demonstrate that definition of prosperity when you're expressing some powerful mojo. That's some good mojo right there, let me tell you. And this powerful mojo is energy. It's just energy. And the only thing which can derail or block that energy is of your expression of your own omnipotent self are negative thoughts and prejudices, past hurts. All of it made up of energy. All of it now made up of thoughts. And those thoughts, that negative energy, is taking up valuable real estate rent-free, I might add. So, Holmes says that forgiveness is being for the givingness of the divine. And we love laugh because being for that givingness, what is, what is the divine? Well, God is pure love and pure spirit. God is simply accepting everyone as they are, no matter what they've done to you or to someone else. And it's difficult because a lot of times people think that forgiveness means, well, if I forgive them, then I have to accept their behavior in my journey. No. Well, forgiveness means I have to set boundaries. Well, yeah, we can say that, but here's what I want you to get. We no longer want you to set boundaries. Forget about setting boundaries in your existence when it comes to being for the givingness of the divine. Don't set a boundary. Set an elevation for your consciousness. Set an elevation for your Allow it to be higher than any negative action which impacts your journey in a manner that you choose not to have. And rather than setting a boundary that people can't get through, you're setting the intention for people to strive for, to reach your level of consciousness. This is why family feuds go on for eons. The Hatfields and McCoys went on for generations. Why? Because they each set their boundaries. Why set boundaries? Your infinite mind is perfect expression. Establish the elevation by which you want to operate from. And then allow all others to naturally rise to your level of vibration. That's how you move forward. That's how you operate on a level of consciousness. That's how you can move past old feelings of hurt and release them but still not accept the negative actions of others within your journey. You're following me. Of course you are. Take your head, Rodney. You're a bright group. Someone said, life is short, break the rules, forgive quickly, kiss slowly. We like that. Please. Love truly and laugh uncontrollably and never regret anything that made you smile. We have to learn to forgive Bless you. We have to learn to be that in order to be in that instantaneous manifestation, that instantaneous manifestation of divine energy. Forgiveness is something that we need to do quickly. Otherwise, we get stuck. We get stuck in that negative energy. And when we're stuck in that negative energy, presence can't flow. The universe is a flowing system. What it flows is love. 
we're stuck in a vibration of anger or hurt, it's not going to flow through us. Desmond Tutu once said, without forgiveness, there is no future. So what's your future? What do you want? Your journey of prosperity to look at. How are you detailing that right now within your journey? What is your vision of that? I know many of you have vision boards. So you should be able to tell me clearly, or anyone in this room, what your vision of prosperity is. What unfolding for you is Is that your future? Of course it is. But we have to remember to practice forgiveness for that energy to receive that unconditional flow, that unconditional flow of energy. And allow ourselves just week I had, I've had two wonderful affirmations occur for me that demonstrates how this process works. And both of them had to do with physical healing. Both of them had to do with surgeries in the hospital. Both of them had different age ranges, etc. But both of them, both of the individuals involved asked me to make sure that we did some healing work around them at the time of their, at the, before they went into the hospital. And I said, absolutely. But what I did, for me, I don't go into this diatribe that so many folks do where I get angry about, this person shouldn't have to experience this. It's not fair. They're, they're good people. They always do the right thing. Or they're too young or too old to have to go through this. None of that enters into the realm of healing. What comes into the realm of healing, what comes into the realm of flow, seeing everything within their existence as the energy of the divine constant fluid fluidic expansion. This means the doctors, the nurses, the administrators, the bed sheets on the bed as expression of energy coming forward to support one good. That the universe is unfolding in right and perfect order. This individual vibrant expression of health and energy divine. That's it. That's it. And I know folks that get caught up in their healing process, they get kind of angry with themselves. Or they might get angry with someone else. And they have to let that go. We cannot see the expression of the of source in all that we do and all that we are if we're focused on the expression, the effect within the journey. We have to see that higher truth. We want to open up those floodgates. And so this is when it becomes it comes into the realm of affecting us financially. There are those that hold on to so much from their past. They have so much creative power, so much creative juices within that they need to express. It needs to manifest. But yet, focused on how they were raised. They're focused on what they had yesterday. All that yesterday. We're going to have the future. We have to learn to forgive. We have to learn to forgive. And we all need that simple reminder from time to time about how powerful we are, how powerful and prosperous expressions of spirit that we are. 
so we're going to let all that go so that we can go, don't go from bliss to luxury under a second. And many people do that. Why? Because we forget. We need to be reminded. So I want to set forth an intention today to assist in you being reminded. Consistent of how powerful and how prosperous you are. So I have a little something for you. We'll start here with groups. Bruce is going to take one, pass it down, and it's going to be way back, and it's going to come all the way over. We've got a little band here, and I'm going to remind you as this is coming back, don't make it a habit of taking stuff out of the offering basket. It's for today. And what, what this little band says is, I'm a powerful and prosperous spiritual being. I'm a powerful and prosperous spiritual being. And that's what your band reads. I would like for you to wear this all week long. Just wear this all week long for the sole purpose that should something occur for you which lowers your vibration just a little. Just lowers your vibration just a little. You've got this reminder that if you wear it correctly with the word showing help me dress this too. Anyway, if you wear it correctly with the word showing, you'll be reminded, I am a powerful and prosperous spiritual being. And you can follow that up with, I am a powerful and prosperous spiritual being who effortlessly releases all past hurt, anger, and negative events. I am a powerful and prosperous spiritual being who only chooses bliss over bluster. I am a powerful and prosperous spiritual being who never expresses expresses anger or frustration at the idiots on 285. Okay, so we need to work on that last one just a little bit. I admit we'll work, we'll work on that one a little bit, but you're getting the idea. You're getting the idea. Allow it to serve the purpose of keeping you centered your vibration vibration on high. Don't set a boundary. Set an altitude. Set a level of consciousness that is so high, nothing's going to bring you into a lower resonating field of energy. So does everyone almost got one more to go. Dan's going to take the basket from Barbara. He's my little helper this morning. As in every so everybody's got a, ba a, a band, and I'd like for you to read the band with me. Now, I am a powerful and prosperous spiritual being, and let's read it with feeling. I am a powerful and prosperous spiritual being. As you move forward in your journey of prosperity, understand this. No one will ever be in the abundant flow who has not removed themselves from the blocks of consciousness. Set your intention to rise up from the abundant and live abundantly by forgiving abundance. In the four spiritual laws of prosperity, Edwin quotes Catherine Ponder, who said, the world you live in is the exact record 
not like the world you live in, then you don't like your thoughts. An uplifted mind is a magnet for all the good things of the universe to hasten to you. Whereas a depressed, anxious, critical, resentful state of mind becomes a magnet for trouble choice is up to you. Now, each week of this series, I have asked that you read along in the Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity, reading each of the chapters which support the current law that we're discussing. And this week is no different. I ask that you read the two chapters on the Law of Forgiveness, once silently, once out loud. And additionally, I would like to ask those who are willing to make Edwin's definition of prosperity your own, that you also do at least two, if not five, all five of the forgiveness exercises that she suggests. And to keep in mind, and to keep your band, your wristband with you, all week, should someone cut you off in traffic, or not behave as we both know they should, look at your band. The affirmation. I am a powerful and prosperous spiritual being. And say, Bless your heart. And let it go. So, why don't we suggest your homework? Because an uplifted mind is a magnet for all the good things of the universe to hasten to you. Don't allow one atom negative energy to claim real estate in your consciousness. Great story. In the early 1800s, in the, hospital, in the hospitals at the time, best hospitals at the time, one out of six mothers would die in childbirth. And this was deemed childbed fever. And this loss was just accepted at the time as normal. One in six, what you going to do? At the time, the doctor's daily routine began with performing autopsies. And from there, he made his way to the hospital, because you know there weren't any she doctors back then, made his way to, to examine the expectant mothers. Never, ever, without pausing, to wash their hands. Dr. Ignatius Philip. Simulon was the first person in history to associate examining a mother with such examinations with the resultant infection and death. After the delivery of over 8,500 babies here in Dr. Samuelite lost only 184 mothers, which was very good back then. Very good back then. It was considered an astounding success rate. Now, he spent most of his life, most of his career, lecturing and debating with his colleagues the benefits of doctors washing their hands between examinations and after handling any or doing any autopsy. And they would all argue back. And once he argued, childbed caused by decomposed material conveyed to a womb. I have shown it to be prevented. I have proved 
all that I have said, while we talk, 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 women are dying. He then said, I'm not asking for anything world-shaking. I'm asking you only to wash your hands. No one believed him. Doctors and midwives had been delivering babies for eons without washing their hands, and no outspoken doctor was going to change them then. Simon Weiss died at the age of 47. His wash basins all discarded his colleagues laughing at his findings and the death of thousands of women was ringing in his ears. How often do you wash your hands? How often do you cleanse your consciousness? How often do you cleanse your consciousness? Did we all collect dirt of some sort in our consciousness each day, unknowingly or not? And these are the things that we see, that we hear, sometimes even things that we do that are not in vibrational alignment with the energy of source. The practice of forgiveness. Daily practice of forgiveness. Cleanses our consciousness and allows the vibration of our soul to remain in alignment with the present. This is why in Psalms we find the scriptures create asking you for anything earth-shaking. We're asking you just to look at what are you holding on to? Is there a need to begin cleansing your consciousness? Is there a need to be, begin practicing forgiveness for something in your journey? Is there a need to raise that vibration, set the boundaries Let the boundaries go. Once you set a boundary for nobody to get in, choose not to do that. I choose to forgive the ex a long time ago and allow my, not set any boundaries, but live in a vibrational consciousness which is on high, which is always in that flow. We welcome to join. We'll see if they ever make it. It's only been 30 years. Anyhow, but we can't Remember that naught is forgiven. 
involved with giving this up to the vine? Forgive yourself first. Before the giving this up to the vine, give yourself first. You cannot practice this wonderful law of giving love and presence until we have given it to ourselves. And once we practice that, once we forgive ourselves for those past things that we kind of beat ourselves up over, then Wainwrights with forgiveness, we can let go of the past and turn to other more important issues in our lives, such as how to be truly happy, to have things we want, and to thrive with the sense that we are joyfully fulfilling our life purpose. Ladies and gentlemen, your life purpose is not here, it's not about sitting here thinking about past wrongs. Your purpose is here to create future rights. Your purpose is here to thrive and live abundantly, and all that you do express and create, and to set the example for others to follow. Set the example for others to follow. There are going to be those that are not going to get it. They are not going to get it. They're going to continue to do things that are difficult. Oh my God, let me look at my band. Love them anyway. Love them that's really all you're here to do. You always do. For the giving of the divine. The only thing the divine gives is love. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite mind. In, as, and through me blesses and multiplies my offering. It does its good and perfect work and returns to me multiplied abundantly. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.